One of my favorite ways to unwind is by playing a game on my phone while I relax on the couch. And June's Journey is my new favorite as it combines several of my favorite things, finding hidden items, decor and design, and solving a murder. In June's Journey, you dive into June's captivating quest to uncover a scandalous hidden family secret while discovering the truth behind the unexplained death of her sister. As you uncover clues, you also get to build your own island estate with expansive gardens and beautiful buildings. You get to collect scraps of information to fill your photo album and learn more about each character. You get to chat and play with or against other players by joining a detective club. You'll even get the chance to play in a detective league to put your skills to the test. So can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. This episode contains adult themes and is not appropriate for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, the world. This is They Will Kill, a true crime podcast. I'm Courtney Eck. And I'm Sadie Eck. And we are sisters here to deliver you a contact-free hot hot episode about murder. <laughs> when I when you said contact, I was thinking content-free, and I was like, no, there's some content in this. <laughs> Stock is chocked full of the content, but None completely lacking contact. contact. That's right. It is a CDC-approved activity. For these times <laughs> um yeah hope you're all doing okay out there i won't go into talking about the virus because that's all we talk about uh but please stay home if you're not staying home don't listen to anybody who tells you it's okay to not stay home because mm-hmm. it's absolutely not especially right now it's critical that you stay home but yes i promised i wouldn't talk about the virus and then i did and now i'll stop <laughs> it's really hard not to talk about. I know, I know. Yeah. Um, anyway. Reach out if you need anything. We're here for you. We love you. We're yes. in this together. Absolutely. I'm like Zen Master C over here. So if you need any like mm-hmm. reassurance, I'm the queen of it. And I've read everything. Really and uh, It's fact, science-based. And uh, I also yeah. am a big, fat, chilled-out hippie. So mm-hmm. I, I live in an abundance mindset. So if you... <laughs> Want some abundant wisdom? <laughs> they don't uh, right now, Courtney. They don't. Uh, <laughs> uh, my my uh, tip that I'll offer out is if you're feeling really anxious and you're on Facebook, get the fuck off of Facebook. It has changed my down. life. Yep. You can stay informed in so many other ways. Facebook just is so scary right now. So I did yep. that and I'm a whole different person. Yeah, I'm still able it. to you know know what's happening and then i i don't have to feel constant panic yeah no the rules really haven't nice. changed yeah mm-hmm. it's very simple stay home wash your hands constantly sanitize things you bring in your house don't leave unless it's absolutely necessary and wait and mm-hmm. enjoy your family and enjoy your podcasts and your television and your books yep Anyway, we said we weren't going to talk about it, so we should stop. We just (laughs) talked about it for a solid, like, two and a half minutes. So sorry. (laughs) Uh, Now that we've broken all of our promises to you and fully gained your trust, take it away, Sadie. (laughs) (laughs) 
Thanks. <laughs> Today we're going to talk about the murder of Tanisha Stewart. Tanisha Stewart was born July 10th, 1987. She was one of six children and grew up in Aldine, which is a community in the Houston area of Texas. Um, sadly, her father died when she was just six years old. Uh, Tanisha was described as having a, quote, electrifying smile, a salty spirit, and a dogged determination to succeed. I love the idea of having, I wish someone said I had a salty spirit. I know. I don't entirely know what that means, but I love everything about it. I do too. <laughs> she managed the girls' basketball team. Uh, when the coach asked her to try out for the team instead of manage it, Tanisha told the coach, quote, oh no, coach, I don't like to sweat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to tell I you guys right it. now that I love Tanisha. Mm-hmm. And... I'm really sad that she was murdered. She just seemed like yeah, an incredible woman. Yeah, that's the problem with true crime in general, mm-hmm. getting attached to people and just hoping that somehow the story's going to change, knowing yeah. full well it's not. But yeah, yeah, I love her already, and it's I do too. only three sentences into I know, explaining I know. her. I was really feeling her uh, throughout the research, getting you know, trying to get to know her mm-hmm. as much as I could. Um, so she didn't like to sweat <laughs> and she, um, she also participated in, in lots of other extracurricular activities awesome. in school. The principal at her high school described Tanisha as being serious about her future saying, quote, I've had millions of interactions with thousands of kids and I can honestly tell you, I have never met a more determined graduate. She had a plan. Mm-hmm. She did something each and every day to reach her goals. She would even go so far as to remind school administrators what they needed to do on their end to help her graduate and go to college. Oh my God, I love her so much. If I had just even an ounce of her. Shit, I was that kid. I'm not anymore. Like I'm so much more laid back than I was when I was a teenager, but I was a teenager. I was definitely bossing the teachers and administrators. (laughs) (laughs) I thought I knew it all, so I can fully relate and I love it. I love it. I do too. Uh, So she graduated from her high school in the top 10% of her class. And in 2005, she was one of 15 students out of hundreds of applicants to win the Linda Laurel Scholarship for the Houston area students uh, from disadvantaged backgrounds. Good for her. Yeah, she was accepted to Texas A&M University and decided to major in civil and chemical engineering. Jesus Christ, that's such a good school and that's such a good major. I know. She was incredible. Uh, When Tanisha was 16 and still in high school, she met and started dating a 24-year-old man named Timothy Wayne Shepard. Oh, no. 24. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Despite the age difference and knowing Shepard was also a father, Tanisha's mother, Gail Shields, thought he was a pretty good guy. He was very smart and good with computers. Uh, She noticed that he was a little possessive of Tanisha, but at first that didn't worry her. Mm Mm-hmm. Pretty quickly, cracks started to show in the relationship. One day, Tanisha's sister, Kayla, was in the car with a couple when a young man called Tanisha's phone. Shepard got jealous. He grabbed Tanisha's shoulders and shook her. Mm -mm. Another time, Kayla remembers seeing a bruise on Tanisha's arm. When she asked her sister about it, Tanisha tried to downplay it, telling Kayla, quote, he didn't hit me. He just pushed me. Mm -mm. No, 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 no. Yeah. Um... During Tanisha's senior year of high school, she went to her mother crying and told her that a month earlier, Shepard had made her sign for an apartment. What? 
Yeah, concerned her credit might be affected, the two went to the apartment complex to talk to the manager. Oh, no. Okay, so no 24-year-old should be dating 16-year-olds. Nope. He, they should not be asking for those. She probably wasn't 16 at this time, but 17-year-olds to get apartments for them. No 34-year-olds should be co-signing for apartments. Like, no. don't, just don't do it, man. Don't, unless you're living there with a the person, don't co-sign for an apartment with them. Right. Unless you want to clean up your credit, which Sadie and I have had to do, not to bring you into the Sadie and your <laughs> dirty credit history, but it's possible, but yeah. it sucks. So yeah. keep your credit good. But that's, if I have any advice for young people, keep that credit good. Mm-hmm. Easier said than done. Yeah. <laughs> also, don't date 24-year-olds when you're 16 or 17, yeah. but also, we all did it. As soon as they touch you in a way that isn't nice, you leave them. <sighs> oh, Yeah. Yes. Get out of that relationship. Yeah, step one. So they went inside the apartment where Shepard had put some of Tanisha's clothes in the bathtub and let the water run until it was overflowing what? Uh, and soaking the carpet. Why? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll tell you. Okay. <laughs> Several of the walls were painted red with spray paint. No. Tanisha told her mom that Shepard was angry at her for being busy and spending too much time with schoolwork and scholarship applications. Oh my God. So he's being a total baby total baby he thought she wasn't spending enough time with him jesus christ in our friend group we call that a porch powder you know like when you're in high school (laughs) and like the guy gets the girl that he likes isn't paying attention to him and then he goes and sits on the porch and like just pouts Mm -hmm. or plays guitar if there's Mm -hmm. one available yeah Mm -hmm. that's some porch pouting bullshit it's the biggest pet peeve yeah Uh, after this gail thought the relationship was over but it continued without her knowledge she thinks Tanisha kept things quiet because of fear her family, her older brothers in particular, wouldn't approve. Mm-hmm. Gail realized they were still together when Tanisha asked if she could invite Shepard to her high school graduation family dinner celebration. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gail reluctantly agreed and assumed that the relationship would end for good once Tanisha went to college. Yeah, I bet. It's holding your breath for that. Yeah. When Shepard arrived at the dinner, the older brothers gave him a hard time for being so much older than Tanisha. Shepard got scared and left the dinner early. Oh, wow. Uh, the relationship between the two continued even when Tanisha left for college. Texas A&M is only about 20 miles from the neighborhood where Tanisha grew up, so oh, it was wow. easy for them to stay connected. Right. Tanisha's college roommate, her name was Lindsay, said that Shepard would call her over and over and over again. Tanisha would often hang up on him, hoping that he'd stop calling. Uh, The calls did stop briefly when Tanisha started dating a new guy from a neighboring college. Uh, But as spring break approached, the phone call started again. Uh Tanisha mentioned to Lindsay that she was afraid to go back home for spring break because Shepard was angry with her. Uh, Despite these fears, Tanisha went home anyway. I mean, that is just worst case scenario. Like, let a girl go to college. Yeah. selfish bastard i know well let a girl go to college let her do well in school let her apply for applications and scholarships it's just uh, yeah insecure selfish porch pouting abusive abusive bullshit yeah grow up yeah so tanisha spent the first few days of her spring break with her mom and then left on march 13th to spend the last few days of uh, with her friends after spending time doing as she planned for unknown reasons, she decided to see Shepard. Of course. He picked Tanisha up from her friend's apartment early on the morning of March 15th. 
She left without her cell phone and told her friend Lois that she would return later that day. Uh, Tanisha never returned to Lois's apartment, and she did not show up for concert. She was supposed to attend with friends later that night. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Tanisha didn't return, uh, Lois eventually contacted Tanisha's family. It was later determined that Tanisha's younger sister was the last to speak with her at about noon on March 15th. At that time, she learned that Tanisha was with Shepard. Mm-hmm. Because Gail knew uh, her daughter was planning to spend a few days with friends, she didn't get worried about not hearing from her daughter until March 17th. Uh, she spent a few days trying to find Tanisha, calling her cell phone, her friends, the hospital. She finally called the police to report her daughter missing on March 19th. Uh, so for two days she looked for her. Yeah, and she hadn't been seen since the 15th. I, we are not people, I'm in particular not somebody that talks to our parents regularly. We lived out west for like 20 years and it's just not a habit that we've gotten into. We love our parents very much, but we have a really independent relationship. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if mom couldn't get a hold of me for a couple of days, she would never think twice. I can't. No. Well, especially when we lived in Portland. I mean, it would be a week, easy sometimes longer oh yeah they way, would, yeah. way longer yeah after talking to tanisha's mother shepherd was a suspect right away police went to his apartment to question him he told them that he and tanisha had gotten into an argument about a new boyfriend uh, around three or four in the morning on march 15th and that she walked out of his apartment angrily and left on foot yeah, right. this was the last time he saw her mm-hmm. the officer asked if he could search the apartment and shepherd agreed It was dirty, and the officer noticed an area with new white paint, but otherwise nothing stood out indicating any criminal activity. Mm -hmm. As the community gathered to help search for Tanisha, Shepard never bothered to participate. Of course. He's too busy pouting on his fucking porch playing Mm -hmm. emo guitar tunes. Mm -hmm. Uh, The next day, March 20th, police asked Shepard to come to the station for questioning, and he consented to a search of his home and car. Uh, Shepard was allowed to leave the station while they continued their investigation. When authorities checked his apartment, they discovered it had been cleaned with ammonia and bleach, and some parts had been freshly painted. In spite of this, blood traces were found on the bathroom light switch, on the edge of the tub, and at the base of the toilet. Among a hundred items taken as evidence from Shepard's apartment were some 30 pieces of bone, what? several swabs of DNA samples, hair, and several, quote, charred items. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, the bone pieces were tiny. They were like shards. Still, if you search yeah. my house right now, you're not finding a bone piece, let alone 30 <laughs> bone pieces. No. no. Police also talked to people close to Shepard, and they tell them that he asked relatives how, quote, would you get rid of someone? Shepard also stated that he, quote, would boil someone and eat them. What? God. Yeah. I'm, okay. <sighs> True crime people always have this conversation. Like, there's not one one among us that's listening right now that hasn't <laughs> been like, how would you get rid of a dead body? But boil them and eat them mm-hmm. is not a standard response. No. The answer is clearly pig farm or bury them under an op- in an open grave. Right. Right. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> On March 21st, Quinnell X, a social activist and leader in the, of the New Black Panthers and the New Black Muslim Movement, uh, got involved in the search for Tanisha. Mm-hmm. While meeting with the missing woman's family, he received a telephone call from Shepard. Uh, Shepard wanted to meet with Quinnell, mm-hmm. and he agreed. 
I feel like if I ever go missing, I would be delighted to know that the head of the Black Panther Party was like um, yeah. leading my search. <laughs> Big time. Quinnell X met him at a nearby motel where they got into his car and drove to Shepard's apartment. Concerned the police might have the planted listening devices, the two went into the apartment bathroom. Uh, inside the bathroom, Shepard became visibly more nervous. Quinnell X asked him, quote, are you sure you do not know what happened to the sister? At that point, Shepard said he did not want to talk in the bathroom and asked if they could leave the apartment and talk outside. While outside, Shepard said, quote, man, they're going to kill me. They're going to give me the death penalty. To ease his concerns about the death penalty, Quinnell X suggested Shepard speak to his attorney. After a telephone conversation with the attorney, Shepard appeared more comfortable and agreed to take Quinnell to where he had disposed of Tanisha's body. I mean, once again, that guy made swift work of that interrogation. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. that's unheard of. Yeah. Good for for him. For sure. Um, So at that point, Quinalex contacted the sheriff's department, who dispatched an officer to accompany the pair. So when they arrived, they got into Quinalex's car. Shepard directed them to another apartment complex. Once there, they traveled to the back towards a a trash dumpster. The three men got out of the car and walked up to the dumpster where Quinnell X asked Shepard, quote, Tim, is this where you put her? He answered yes. The officer then placed Shepard under arrest and brought him into the station to get his confession. Wow. So the next part here, we're going to get into some some details of her murder, just for a heads up. Mm-hmm. It's really pretty gruesome. Yeah. Shepard admitted that he got into an argument with Tanisha over her new boyfriend. Uh, He then said that Tanisha swung at him with a knife and nicked his fingers, so he strangled her to death. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. Quote, I snapped, he said. First, I was afraid she was going to stab me, but then all the animosity for the argument came out. Yeah. I'm so sick of that. Can I I just say, I'm so sick of these assholes blaming their victims. Yeah, like this teeny tiny t- teenager. I thought it, she was going to kill me, so I killed her first. Mm-hmm. Like, give me a fucking break, dude. Just take yeah. a big, giant, manly step to the right mm-hmm. and leave the apartment and move on mm-hmm. with your night. Like, go yeah. do 24-year-old things and right. leave her alone. Right, yeah. So Shepard panicked and didn't call 911 because he didn't think anyone would believe his story. Yeah, because they wouldn't. No. He, quote, decided that he needed to cover up his tracks. He went to a nearby hardware store where he bought an electric jigsaw. He then placed Tanisha's body in his apartment's bathtub and dismembered her using the jigsaw he just bought. You want to know how I know your story's not true? Because you were able to dismember a teenage girl's body. Right. Like if you had actually just fit of rage style strangled her, you don't then dismember her. No, and it gets worse. Oh, good. So using a pair of pliers, he pulled out all of Tanisha's teeth. He then burned the teeth in a smoker grill on his patio, along with some of her body parts. Mm -mm. Uh, Shepard placed the remaining body parts in a plastic box, which he slid down the stairs, loaded in his car, and eventually threw in in an apartment dumpster. Uh, After he disposed of Tanisha's body, he proceeded to burn the clothes and shoes that he'd been wearing, as well as the clothing Tanisha had. During the investigation, James Herbert, one of... Shepard's neighbors told police that he saw Tanisha for the last time on March 15th, 
when she was walking up the stairs to Shepard's apartment. Uh, Herbert said that he and Shepard frequently barbecued together and that he'd loaned Shepard his barbecue grill. Oh, no. Within a day or so after he last saw Tanisha, Shepard began barbecuing on his patio. Mm -mm. According to Herbert, Shepard was barbecuing day and night, which Mm -mm. was unusual for him. I mean, it's unusual for anybody. And so this is an apartment complex, right? Mm -hmm. This isn't just, holy shit. Yeah, in Houston. Oh, my God. Yeah. When Herbert asked if Shepard would give him some of the barbecue, he refused, saying it was for a wedding. This was also unusual because Shepard normally shared his barbecue. Oh, my God. I know. Hang in there. (laughs) (laughs) It gets crazier. So Herbert also said that eventually the fire in Shepard's barbecue grill, which was on the second floor apartment patio, got out of control. And Herbert's girlfriend called the fire department. Quote, man. Mm-hmm. Quote, the smell was awful, said Herbert, who also became alarmed after seeing a blaze shoot out from the grills. Uh, I was wondering, what is he burning? Not cooking, but burning. There's a difference. He watched as the police and firefighters arrived, and Shepard did not look as though he wanted them inside his apartment, but he eventually allowed them in. Oy. Why? Would you ever think that was a good way to dispose of a body? Not to dwell on the fact, you know, but like. Yeah, he clearly doesn't understand science, I guess. I don't know that there's no way a barbecue grill is ever going to get hot enough to. I I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah. Robert Logan, uh, a Ponderosa Fire Department volunteer firefighter and Deputy Russell of the Harris County Sheriff's Department. Uh, were the ones that responded to the fire on Shepard's patio. Uh, Logan, the firefighter, said that Shepard was initially reluctant to let them in the apartment. Mm-hmm. Once inside, he did not find a fire. What they did find was meat in Shepard's bathtub. Uh, according to Logan, there were some rib bones and two s- other small pieces of meat about the size of his hand floating in clear water in the tub. Oh, God. And I'm sure that's not a, you know, Sadie's husband loves meat. He he butchers things a lot. Like, I know it's not the craziest thing to go into someone's house and have a bathtub full of meat in the country <laughs> or the South. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it sounds so disgusting Ryan. and awful. But, you know, if you're, like, cooking up a bunch of meat, you got to yeah. put it somewhere, I guess. But, I guess. oh, my God. Yeah. In retrospect. I know. I just... I... Uh, yeah yeah so in addition to the meat floating in the tub russell testified that he saw three small burned chickens sitting on the stove in shepherd's kitchen what one of these and i should say quote chickens Uh was still smoking he didn't see anything in the apartment that he considered unusual as he had quote seen people do that before in areas that he had worked so like you were saying yeah, yeah, it sounds crazy, but when you grow up in a place where, you know, people have hog roasts and butcher cattle and things like that, like, I, you know, you walk, go to your babysitter's house and there's deer hanging from the front porch. It's like, you know, yeah. meat is just a reality of, <laughs> you just live with it, but yo yo yo. Yeah, no, I really feel for those guys looking back on this and so much. Ugh. So in the days following the arrest, authorities said that they would not search for Tanisha's body because there was little chance of success. This decision angered family and friends, and mm-hmm. complaints from activists and lawmakers prompted Thomas to get an emergency approval. So 
Thomas is the chief of police, mm-hmm. to get emergency approval to spend up to $500,000 for a search, but the search never began. Oh, no. And there's a lot out there about that issue, why they didn't search for Tanisha's body, and, you know, just a lot of racial upset as well you know had it been a white woman would they have searched for her you know just yes of course they would have searched for her they would rip the town to shreds looking for her right really upsetting that they didn't because there's no way that he was able to cook her body down to ash yeah there would be remains to be found yeah so that was really upsetting for the the community yeah rightfully so rightfully so it's awful yeah. So Thomas said he knew, but could not disclose that there were no body parts to find, which I called total bullshit on. Yep. Uh, he said investigators were unable to release that inf- information to the public or to Tanisha's family because of the investigation. And so Tanisha's family was advised and understood why there was no search, according to this chief of police. Wait, so they said that they couldn't tell the family that... They couldn't tell the public at uh. the time... When this was happening, they couldn't tell the public why they weren't searching for her. This was right. his excuse. They couldn't say because the it was an ongoing investigation. And then after it went to trial, then he could say, well, that's why we didn't look is because there was no body mm-hmm. to be found. Right. Which is total bullshit. Yeah. It's not the police's job to take the murderer's word for it. Well, and he even said that there was enough body parts to put into a plastic tub and put in the dumpster. Yep. He never said that he got rid of her body completely. He mm-hmm. tried, but it didn't work. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's just for whatever reason, the police decided that it wasn't worth searching the dump, the landfill for her. So uh, there sad. is, I'll, I'll, you know, obviously, I'll post links, but even the landfills were like shutting down areas where the garbage had been disposed of, hoping that they would come and search. And it's just really, oh, wow, God, yeah, really fucked up, really sad. <sighs> I know, even though. Tanisha's family said they understood why there was no search. Many members of the community were still angry. Yeah. So I'm just going to talk a little bit about Timothy Shepard. Yeah. It's one of those cases where there isn't, you know, there's really no reason for him to have done all of those awful things to her. Yeah. Um, so according to Janice Shepard, who's Timothy Shepard's aunt, he was always good growing up, but had difficulty get, getting along with his mother in his teenage years. After discovering his stepfather was not his biological father. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shepard's father, whose name was Robert Miller Shepard, died in a motorcycle accident when he was when Timothy was just an infant. Yeah. Quote, he was a very sweet kid. He really was. He just exploded. All that was down inside of him. All of that was down inside of him, uh, is what his aunt said. So Shepard was reportedly active in his church's youth group, but strayed from the congregation after high school. He delivered pizzas for a while, but was unemployed when investigators say that he committed one of the most gruesome crimes in Harris County that Harris County has ever seen. Mm-hmm. And as for past run-ins with the law, uh, records indicate that he has only had one prior offense, which was a misdemeanor for marijuana possession back in 2002. Mm-hmm. And there's really not a whole lot out, you know, or I guess I shouldn't say there's probably more out there. I honestly just didn't want to. <laughs> Want to yeah. spend time looking into him? Uh, no, it, it feels very much like he just has had his way his whole life and mm-hmm. didn't get what he wanted, and so murdered Tanisha. And... Yeah, he sounds super narcissistic and kind of spoiled, and yeah, like a total monster. <sighs> uh, it's a word. I. Uh, it's not yeah. like any 
upbringing, you know, we've talked about this a lot. It's not like any upbringing justifies a crime, but at least you can start to wrap your mind around the actions of others. And it's just like, no, he was just a selfish baby. Mm -hmm. Who couldn't take no for an answer. Yeah. She wasn't going to be his. She was stronger and smarter and better than him. And it made him insane. And he took her life because he made him feel so insecure. And that's Mm -hmm. disgusting. Yep. So Timothy Wayne Shepard was charged with first-degree murder and was held on $250,000 bond. During the first week of October 2008, Shepard's trial began. Some believed, despite the confession, that prosecutors would have an uphill battle convicting Shepard because investigators could not link the 30 pieces of charred bone and hair recovered from Shepard's apartment to Tanisha's DNA. It was just too badly yeah. uh, was burned too, too far. Yeah. The prosecution's argument was that Shepard had abused Tanisha throughout their entire relationship and he had a, quote, license to kill her because he believed she disrespected him by dating another man. Uh The defense argued that there was no body. The bones and hair found in the apartment could not be linked to Tanisha through DNA, so there was not enough evidence to convict Shepard of Tanisha's murder. But you know what? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You convict you uh you confess, that's the word I'm looking for, you confess to Yeah. Killing somebody and they find thirty pieces of bone and there's I just you know Well and you had a twenty four hour barbecue party on your deck and Right for a wedding that never happened. And right. Meat in the bathtub. And, yeah, bathtub yeah, meat. There's plenty of evidence here. Yeah. Nice try. Um, yeah. So Shepard's neighbor her name was Dion, uh, testified the smell coming from Shepard's Grill as being, quote, worse than the smell of singed hair or burning tires. When Whitaker asked Shepard about the smell at the time, he answered that it was, quote, the spices. Oh, Oh, no. (laughs) No. Why is that so gross? It's just gruesome. Yeah. It's a pet. It's a pet. It's a new Penzi's blend. I'm trying out. I know it's the cumin. I just so Shepard took the stand in his own defense. During cross examination, the prosecutor, who was a woman, had Shepard demonstrate how he choked Tanisha. Mm -hmm. Standing in front of the jury, she let Shepard put both hands around her neck. "Quote: This is how you choked her?" she asked. And yes, he replied. Yeah. He also asked Shepard about laughing about Tanisha's death during jailhouse phone calls recorded by prosecutors. According to the prosecutor, Shepard said, quote, the bitch is going to make me money from the grave. Mm-mm. I'll just write a book about it. Mm-mm. On the stand, Shepard denied that he laughed or said he was going to write a book. Also, you can't write a book about it. They made sure of that after it was a son of Sam that they passed the bill that you can't profit right. off of. So. Right. I mean, so fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jurors deliberated for only four hours before finding Timothy Wayne Shepard guilty of first degree murder of Tanisha Stewart. Good. He was sentenced to 99 years in prison and fined $10,000. Good. Uh, Tanisha's family started a foundation called the Tanisha Stewart Foundation Keeping Secrets. Its aim is to help uh, bring awareness to domestic violence. Good. We'll link to it in our show notes. And that is the crazy, awful, fucked up, terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I need a thesaurus. I just keep just going. Just pull awful. it up. All the adjectives. Well, and the, uh, 
all these cases break my heart into a billion pieces, but I feel like Tanisha is somebody that we would be really good friends with. And it's so sad. It's so sad. <laughs> like, I miss her. I didn't know her. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have been friends with her because I'm old, much older than she is, but I miss her, you know? Like, this world mm-hmm. misses her. You can feel that absence. It's so f- fucking awful that, you know, when dudes and women, but generally dudes, can't get themselves under control, talk to somebody, like go have beers with your buddy and process it or you know instead you just have to kill her like what the fuck it's such a shame yeah it's it's really really awful Mm -hmm. yeah i think about that a lot too how all of these cases there's just no thought into it it's not that it makes it better but it's sort of like yeah it's just a waste all around if you just stop and think for a minute that i'm not gonna get away with this it's not gonna end well for anybody here yep um, but I know it's not about planning in a lot of cases, you know, it's just. Or having respect the, for the person that you just right. murdered, you know, it's like. Yeah. Or being so narcissistic that you think that you'll get away with it because you're the smartest, best person out there. Yep. I don't know. But I do know that Tunisia uh, should still be alive. Yep. And that Timothy Shepard is a piece of shit. Yep. And will rot in jail. Yep. Prison. Yep. Whatever. Yep. I hate his guts. I hate his guts and I'm so sorry for her family and her Me friends too. and her, you know, the engineering industry that doesn't get to have a bright, shining, brilliant person like her no. making our bridges and building our shit. I mean, if there's one profession that I can't even begin to wrap my mind around and I'm like a hardcore groupie for, it's engineering. Like yeah. they put fucking bridges in the ocean, guys. <laughs> like what? <laughs> How? I don't get it. It's so crazy in the water. And they stay there for a really long time. Like, oh, brilliant, brilliant girl. Such a shame. Yeah. Well, good job. Thanks. That's all I got for you today, guys. That's plenty. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, that's enough. Yep. I'm glad you yeah. told her story, though. Thank you. And um, we've got some more to come soon. Is that how you say that? We've got some more to (laughs) come. Why did we have more to come? Why does that sound so odd? I don't know. (laughs) We have got some more to come soon. Um, I'm I'm amazed at how hard it can be to find like really simple words when you're recording. Thinking (laughs) about it. I know. I still haven't thought of the right, when we were talking last episode about the... uh, it's not a telethon. What is that that NPR does? I still can't think of it. Yeah, it's a th- it's a telethon where they sit in the is room they... and they, yeah, mm, and they show they the programming like and the symphony or yeah. whatever. Anyway, it's totally a telethon, right? On NPR or PBS? I'm thinking of PBS when it's on right, television. But, right when it's on the radio, though, it's it's something winter oh. pledge drive pledge drive. drive yeah there we go that's Woo. what i was trying to... <laughs> it only took me a week and a half or however as long since yeah. we... <laughs> well really glad you cleared that up for all of our listeners too We've just been like oh what was she talking about <laughs> such an integral part of that podcast yeah. um <laughs> Speaking mm-hmm. of last episode, I have a correction too. I I think I initially called Scott Rogers' show Around Town, and then I started calling it Around the Town. Um, it's Around Town. Not that anybody cares about that stupid <laughs> bastard's uh, local television show, but just in case, 
Well, you know, if there's some super hardcore true crime fan out there that's like, mm, actually well, <laughs> people out there Googling it and putting it around the town and they can't, it doesn't come up. It's not how Google works. <laughs> no, I misspell like half of the words and I was oh like, no, this God. is actually what you meant. Here you go, Sadie. <laughs> it's not it's just consonants all in a line no vowels whatsoever and it still knows and i know it knows so i don't even try just right yep s-t-b-q-q-q like hi here's oh here's your recipe here's your quiz nose yeah (laughs) anyway thank you guys for listening um while we want you to stay on facebook because it's bad for the world this is the <laughs> worst it's the worst uh we'll see how long we keep our facebook up we just do it because we want more people to find us clearly if you guys if you guys want me to uh social media splain to you real fast <laughs> <laughs> this is why we're keeping our facebook up <laughs> to connect uh, to other people yeah. um no, uh, yes, to limit your time on Facebook, but if you must go on there, just go directly to our page, um, which is They Will Kill. It's also They Will Kill on Instagram and Twitter. Our website is theywillkill.com, and you can email us uh, for all your questions relating to uh, keeping an abundance mindset um, <laughs> at theywillkillpodcast at gmail.com. Um, please rate, review, subscribe. Yes. So that we can be so popular. Yeah. Still want my free Hello Freshes. So, yeah, man. Keep pushing us in that direction. Speaking of which, mine didn't arrive today. This is a Ooh. pandemic, people. I need my food <laughs> at my front doorstep uh, when I expect it to be there. Yeah. I and they're did, called the hotline. I'm just kidding. That is a total <laughs> joke, you guys. I am so amazed that anything is still up and running. And thank you to the people who are doing anything Seriously. in their power to keep anything on the shelves or anything coming to my house. I cannot thank you enough yeah, from the bottom of my heart. I need yep. to start putting out presents. I'm actually going to do that next time I have to go to the grocery store. I'm not taking any unnecessary trips, but next time I go to the grocery store, I'm going to get some like nice things to put out when I know there's an Amazon delivery coming and sanitize them and put them in a bag and whatever. But, um, Oh, you guys are the best. I I am so grateful. So grateful. I know I went and did my click list order, uh, with, to pick up groceries. I didn't, you know, I don't even have to go in the grocery store. Thank you guys. Thank you. But, uh, he got, he came up and he had these like bags of food. He's like, here, we just have these for free. Here you go. And it was like a whole meal kit. Yeah. Oh my god! For en- steak enchiladas. <laughs> I was like, I don't deserve this. So I'm, sweet. Yeah, it's just, it's really sweet. It's so, really sweet. And thank you guys for yeah being out there. Yep, and, so and the do your parts whenever you can. Stuff like that. I mean, I'm making masks, sewing masks. That's something I didn't, as of two weeks ago, never thought I would have. I would ever do in my mm-hmm. life. Yeah. But you know, if you have an opportunity, if you have, if you're in a place of privilege like I am where you have um the time the energy the resources please share 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 in whatever way you can yeah and here we are promising we wouldn't talk about the pandemic and... this is nice stuff though this is a nice <laughs> no, no. part yeah. of it yeah <clears throat> we're not talking about the t- the like scary Terror. awful parts of yeah. it or like the annoying hand washing I'm actually kind of <laughs> getting into it today I was like oh it gets so foamy when you do it for twice. <laughs> Seconds. For some reason, my hands generally aren't too dry, but my wrists are really dry. So I guess I never washed my wrists this much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
having an allergic reaction to <laughs> cleanliness. It's uh-huh. <laughs> flaring up. I've never, never had this experience. Uh, anyway. anyway, yep. Thank uh, you. Thank you, the world. Thank you for those people who are being helpers and being lovely people. And uh, it's 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 awful and fucking weird as this time is. There's so many beautiful things happening mm-hmm. all day, every day. And it's mm-hmm. touching me to the bottom of my soul. Yep. So for that, I'm grateful. For the rest of it, mm, nah. But, Not so much. Yep. Yeah. It's nice to focus on those bright, shining moments in the midst yep. of all the craziness. Yeah. I agree. Uh, also, thank you to AJ Bergens. <laughs> Speaking of bright shining moments, AJ Bergens is a he's bright a, he's shining a real moment. Hero. He is. Thank you so much for your our music. Yep, and he's working in a medical facility production place too, right? He works in a warehouse. Mm-hmm. That so yep. he is actually a hero. So thank you. He for really that. is. Yeah. yeah. So thank you, AJ. Um, not just for your music, but nope. for getting the medical stuff out there that people need. Yep. Desperately. It's huge. And remember, uh, don't make me sing again. <laughs> I, so I was just going to start singing Justin Bieber's new album. It's really good. And remember to watch uh, Justin Bieber's Seasons. I believe it's called on YouTube. It's actually really good, too. <laughs> and remember, support Justin Bieber during these hard times. <laughs> <laughs> he actually has been on Instagram. I follow him. I love this with Bieber. Here, here it comes. Um, I do. I love him. Uh, Seasons is really good, though, because he talks a lot about his like mental illness and mental health and drug addiction and it, like really breaks it down. So I'm really proud of him for doing that. But <laughs> so, And remember, don't forget Justin Bieber. Don't forget Justin Bieber. <laughs> Guys, he needs us right now. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much. We love you guys so much. Talk to you soon. Goodbye. Goodbye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.